mouth shut, hold your tongue, don't say something will make you regret. Girl, you better keep your door shut, keep your door shut, the devil's out prowling, I bet. Girl, you better keep your mind shut, this book has Legs shut right. No, don't make me get Welcome to Girls Planning, the podcast where two girls who are smarter than you offer our expert opinions on a different topic each week. I'm Kylie. And I'm Elizabeth. And you're welcome. So this is episode two. This week we're gonna be talking about body hair removal. Body hair removal is defined as forms of hair removal that are practiced for various and mostly cultural, sexual, medical, or religious reasons. Forms of hair removal have been practiced in almost all human cultures since at least the Neolithic era. The methods used to remove hair have varied in different times and regions, but shaving is the most common method. Thanks, Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. As always. Guys, you should donate to Wikipedia. So, body hair removal. This is a fun topic. We're going to be getting into some very uh, humorous, uh, hopefully, opinions that we might have about the subjugation of women. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about my personal experiences with body hair a lot this week, and... um, the other day I was talking to a friend who was going to be getting a tattoo and he was asking if I had tattoos and I have one tattoo on my lower back and I didn't want to show it because I have hair on my lower back and uh, I became aware of this in eighth grade when Adam Petcher saw my lower back and said I looked like a werewolf and um, so since the age of 13 I've been very conscious of the hair that is on my lower back. So uh, that's my personal anecdote about women's body hair. There's so many Adam Patchers in this world who make so many women decide to spend lots and lots of money and lots and lots of time and effort getting rid of our hair. Um, So my story from this week is that it has been unusually warm for February. Indeed. It's like 72 degrees right now. Probably. In Missouri. Yeah, it's messed up. Um, so basically, the earth is dying, but it's warm is the point. So yesterday, I dyed my hair a very bright red. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Um, so I was in the shower, and I don't have very good hot water in my apartment. So the shower got cold, but... I knew that I would be dressing, like, in dresses and stuff because mm-hmm. it's warm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I have to shave my legs. Of course. Um, because I didn't want to look unprofessional. And that's such a sad, like, why is my hair that grows naturally on my body unprofessional? Especially because, like, what is the percentage of your office that is male? Just out of curiosity. Like, paid staff? Yeah. Zero. Right. So that's, that's no, that's not true anymore. There's one man he works overnights. I never see him. Well, I feel like that's even more telling as 
far like that's crazy like you work in an office full of women and you're worried that your natural hairs you are a mammal mm-hmm. and therefore hairs grow out of your legs it's fine you know it's true that's true about human women yeah uh guess what guys mammals have hair sorry so we're gonna cover some methods of hair removal There are a few different methods. Like I said before, the most common is shaving. Yes. Um, That's what I do. I shave my things and stuff, um, apart from the things and stuff that I trim rather than shave. Samesies. I did try Nair as as a teen. Yes. And it burned horribly. Yes. It worked, but also my skin was not good. It didn't work that well for me, but I was like 13, so I probably didn't do a good job. Uh, mm. It smells so bad, guys. Nair smells terrible. Do not use it. Nair is not a sponsor of this program, and do not use Nair. Uh, yeah, and all kinds, all kinds of there's Nair is not the only cream, but that is certainly the most commercially well known. I think. Yeah, there's also laser hair removal, Uh, which here's a fun story. When I was probably 15, my mom was like, what if for your birthday, I just bought you laser hair removal? I was like, no. That's the meanest thing in the world. Oh, no. That's so sad. But do I regret not taking her up on it every time I have to shave in the shower? I do. Yeah. That's such a bummer, though. Yeah, it was, uh... <laughs> I, I remember, um, like, I don't, I don't shave above my knees, because I am way too lazy. Like, that's nuts. Like, I don't, even in the height of summer, I don't do it. It's too much. Um, and I've always been this way. And I remember early, early on in the shaving years, so again, like 13, 14, me and my friends went to the zoo, and it was the summer, and I was wearing shorts, and they were making fun of me for not shaving above my legs, and I was so bummed out about it, and then like a year later, uh, they were all like, we're queer, and we're amazing, and we don't shave our legs anymore, and you're dumb for shaving your legs, so just can't win for losing honestly. That's really frustrating. I know. Teenagers is the worst. Teenagers are pretty dumb. So speaking of teenagers are pretty dumb, when did you start Um, shaving and etc? I feel like 12 probably. I feel like before I probably needed to certainly. Um, But my skin is very pale and my hair is very dark. So it felt uh, important <laughs> to get that going. And it's super noticeable when I do not shave uh, my legs and underarms. So uh, it is not something that I have ever given a good effort not to do since early on in puberty, probably. So I actually started younger than that. I started in fourth grade Whoa. when I was probably nine or ten. And the reason that I started so young was because I was being made fun of at recess. Damn it. Yeah. Who did it? Name names. 
little girls. I don't remember specifically who. That's even better. She doesn't even remember. (sighs) But I was very upset about it at the time. I remember going to my mom, like, for the fourth time and being like, please, can I shave my legs? I'm so sick of being made fun of. And actually, um, we were on a camping trip. And my mom turned to this girl who was a little older than me and this family we were camping with and was like, well, how old were you when you started shaving? And she goes, oh, I didn't start until I was really old, like fourth grade. And my, I turned to my mom and just gave her this dead stare, like, I'm in fourth grade. That seems nuts. But you know what? You are a little bit younger than me. Maybe that time difference was like the time difference where it became more socially acceptable to start when you were nine years old. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm just also very, I was very hairy, very young. Yeah. I am of Eastern European descent. Mm. And you can, my arms are very hairy and I'm just a very hairy person. And I tend not to care anymore too much unless I think other people are going to care. So like I was saying like when I was going to be wearing a dress to work, I was like, oh, I need to shave my legs. But other than that, no. Yeah. I, w- I am fine going outdoors with shorts on and not shaving because I can just be like, I'm a feminist. I don't care. It's totally not because I'm lazy. It's because I'm progressive. Yeah. But it's because I'm lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I always, feel, I always feel sloppy if I go out without shaving. I kn- and I know like I, I then have this new... Not new, but, like, this addition of the feminist guilt of feeling bad about it. It's, like, layers of feeling shitty about myself. <laughs> it's, it's definitely damned if you do, damned if you yes. don't. <laughs> Kids are the worst. I feel like that's uh, the theme of this episode, uh, surprisingly, is just the meanness of children. I'm going to maybe, as a parent, make sure that my children know it's it's not okay to tell people they're body hair is weird that'd be a good lesson did you ever do any do you do anything with your eyebrows oh eyebrows I always get so excited when full eyebrows are the style because I have naturally uh gifted with giant eyebrows so right now I've been uh relaxing and being pretty lazy about it but I do not really fill them in because it's not super necessary and um I try to trim them because they they will just continue growing and I'll look like oof like Professor Sprout it's like a whole situation I waxed my eyebrows when I was younger and my mom paid for it but she doesn't now and so I don't I pluck like between my eyebrows every once in a while But I also, like, draw on my eyebrows a lot. I lost all my hair at one point. We're going to talk about it later. And didn't have eyebrows, and they have grown back in not as much. So now I just draw them on. One benefit of drawing on your eyebrows, guys, is it distracts from the few hairs that aren't in that eyebrow line, and you can't see them as much. People compliment my eyebrows all the time. I don't groom them, really. I just color them in. The... I do feel like because you color in your eyebrows, it makes you look so put together, though. I always am like, whoa, Kylie spent some time uh, on those eyebrows, so she must really have her life together. Well, thank you. (laughs) I think it's interesting because I didn't actually start doing it until probably two years ago. And now if someone were to ask me, what's the one thing that you like have to do? 
Like, if you could only use one product mm-hmm. and no others, I would probably pick eyebrow pencil. That's so interesting. I wonder if I should spend more time on my eyebrows because um, no. I have <laughs> no, I have really thin lips. And, like, for my whole life, I was like, oh, I hate my lips. I'm just, like, not going to wear lipstick or any lip product because it would draw attention to my lips. And then people would be like, look at those little lips. And I feel like the opposite <laughs> way about my eyebrows. I'm like, if I don't do anything, no one will notice. But then I started wearing lipstick, like, probably a year ago. Like, and I am almost 30. And um, I love it. And it's really great. And I love liquid lipsticks and stuff. I'm also really lazy. So I think just now there are products that are like appropriate for an extremely lazy person <laughs> lipstick wise. But yeah, maybe I should like spend some time on my eyebrows and give them some love. So I'm not so like, don't look up there. No one needs to see that. About well, me. I think your brows look great. And <laughs> I am I am all about advocating for using the least amount of products <laughs> yeah. necessary on a daily basis. True. As a person who hardly goes out of doors without full makeup. Mm, but it looks so good. Mm. It's all about contrast. Let's talk a little bit about historical body hair and uh, how we got to the place that we're in now where people are aghast if they see pubic hair. I was kind of surprised reading for research this week about, I guess I just assumed like in ancient times that uh, for the most part people were hairy, you know? Yeah, so did I. Because it seems like that would be the case. But mm-hmm. there's actually, like, there's, there's like, a lot of different history um, in different cultures. And I think just, like, with most history that we've been educated in as pub- public school children in America, we were learning, like, the European history. And, um, you know, in the past 500 years, Europeans and, you know, white Americans haven't shaved until more recently. And that's what we were thinking of. But other, in other cultures, they have done body hair removal for different reasons, for safety and religious reasons. And um, I'm glad that I informed myself more about that this week. Yeah, so um, I read an article on L.com about history of body hair removal. The first culture that it mentioned was ancient Egypt, in which women removed all hair from every part of their body, including their heads, which I did not know previously. Yeah, and then they would, like, put those sick-ass wigs on, and it was easy because there wasn't anything to fuck with their wig game. And they had tweezers that they made from seashells. Ooh, that's great. I love that. That's so, it's like aerial core. <laughs> <laughs> like using a fork to comb your hair and Aww. using seashells to tweeze your eyebrows. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they used tweezers from seashells, pumice stones, and beeswax. Yeah, like like ancient times waxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that I had was the Roman Empire. And in the Roman Empire, um, hair body hair was really a matter of status. So the wealthy men and women um, removed body hair. And um, body hair was kind of considered uncivilized, which is why painting and statues of women in ancient Greece and Rome, really, the women are often hairless. Yeah, and I was thought also that because the artists were men that their idealized versions of women were like infantilized as well maybe even back in those times also in islam 
removal of body hair is important for keeping clean and fastidious, which uh, I really didn't know anything about at all before I started doing this research. So that's been in their culture, and um, it's just not something that we think about or learn if we're not, uh, you know, in seeking out that information. So we could certainly do a better job of considering that European history is not the only history to consider. What? I know, crazy. So speaking of (laughs) European history, because now we are going to talk about it, um, in the Middle Ages, Queen Elizabeth I kind of set the tone for body hair removal for that time period. Um, She did remove hair from her face, but not her body. She'd had no eyebrows... (laughs) So apparently women at this time would remove their eyebrows and also remove some of the hair from their top of their head to make their forehead seem bigger. I feel like aliens visited Queen Elizabeth <laughs> and were like, check this shit out. I am a hot alien. And she was like, you're correct. And decided to emulate their look. Okay, so this is actually my favorite thing that I learned in the history of body hair removal, favorite slash least favorite. <laughs> so what these women were using to remove hair from their face was walnut oil, vinegar, and bandages soaked in ammonia. Quote, from their feline pets. Mm. Guys, do you know what that means? It means they are using bandages soaked in cat pee Boo. on their face. Boo. bad but bonus it probably kept rats away (laughs) so that is good i mean there there is positives and negatives i guess of putting cat pee on your face god why women you don't need to put cat pee on your face i feel like people would totally in today's world put cat pee on their face if you told them it was gonna stop hair from growing oh yeah yeah awful. I also just thought it was interesting that they were going for a really long forehead. Mm-hmm. Like, now I feel like five head is an insult. Yes, absolutely. But apparently it used to be the beauty standard. And it's also applied uh, to Rihanna, who is beautiful and perfect. Like, uh, five head or no, in my opinion. She's the perfect human specimen. <sighs> yeah, right, yeah. People are jealous. I read an article in The Atlantic called The Casualties of Women's War on Body Hair by Nadine Ajaka, and she was talking about how there was a rise in women feeling like, American women specifically was the focus of this article, feeling like their body hair was something that was extraneous and needed to be removed around Darwin's theory of natural selection and there being this whole racial component of like people in the 19th century being like "Ooh, primitive people have coarse body hair and I am not like that so I should get rid of this body hair and they also believe that a clear distinction between male and female specimens of a species denoted higher evolution so being less manly and more feminine was like more highly evolved which is gross and very upsetting to read about and then 
I don't know. Do you have more uh, yeah. old timey stuff? Yeah, so I was just going to say, I think we're going to see that continuing into when we start seeing body hair removal products. Yes. Like, there's an ad that describes, keep the underarm white and smooth. Yep. You know how everyone's underarms are white, obviously. It's, it's <laughs> the only way for an armpit to, to be. Ugh, it's feminine, Sarcasm. guys. Um, so yeah, so 1700s and 1800s, women were like, whatever, this hair is growing out of my body. And that's how it's going to be. Because y'all can't even see my ankles, so. And then, in the early 1900s, Gillette decided to design the first razor for women. And it was called the Milady Decolleté. Stop. Terrible. Milady was a line of products produced by Gillette. And this was their first razor for women. And then we started having ads for hair removal products that said things about white armpits. Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm going to read the ad for Milady. The Milady Decolleté by Gillette. Milady. The unique gift for women. The happy thought in gifts. A gift that is new, unique, very much up to date. A beautiful addition to Milady's, a toilet table. And one that solves an embarrassing personal problem. Milady Decolleté Gillette is welcomed by women everywhere. Now that a feature of good dressing and good grooming is to keep the underarm white and smooth. And it describes the colors that it comes in. Oh my god. We have not come far. No. Yeah, this comes in um, in French ivory and gold. 14 karat gold plate in case of French ivory lined with velvet and satin. Your choice of purple, old rose, green, or old gold. This literally sounds like an Apple product. <laughs> I mean, like... It's true. Ugh. I found um, an ad for maybe the next generation from there of mm-hmm. underarm shaving accoutrement, which is the new round razor for underarm shaving. The Shermac, $1. A splendid Christmas gift. The Shermac Round Safety Razor is the first really efficient and safe razor for women because it's round. It fits all underarm curves perfectly. Anyway, you hold it. No sharp points or projecting edges. Shaves faster, smooth and clean, yet with no danger of cutting delicate skin. Just what women have been looking for. I mean, women are pretty delicate. And dumb. Super dumb. Cannot handle pointy objects. So here's another ad from 1922. The headline is, Without Embarrassment, an intimate talk to women. The fastidious woman today must have immaculate underarms if she is to be unembarrassed. There's a very big theme about how very embarrassing it is to have hair on your body. Oh my god, so embarrassing. Sleeveless dresses, the thinnest of silk hose, and knee-length skirts make superfluous hair an embarrassment. The razor is dangerous and awkward. It coarsens hair and makes it grow. The delicate way, the pleasant way, to have smooth, unblemished skin is to apply ashes of roses depilatory. A cream in a tube. The product of Bourgeois, the world-famous Parisian perfumer. It is safe, pleasant, effective, and easy to use. Except that it is not effective or easy to use. Depilatory creams are the worst. This podcast is not sponsored by depilatory creams. Ashes of roses Mm -hmm. does not sound like something I want to put on my body. 
at all. Mm-mm. Ashes of Roses. This is my favorite ad that I found. It is from the 1930s. It is a drawing of a man and a woman at dinner, and then behind them is a woman by herself at dinner. And above her head, it says, unloved, in really big letters. (laughs) And here is the copy. He, that lady has a mustache. She, how embarrassing. He, why doesn't she shave? She, I know a better way to treat that case. Listen, I'll tell you a secret. For some years, I had a difficult problem of ugly, superfluous hair on face and limbs. I was discouraged, unloved. Tried many different products, but nothing was really satisfactory. Then I developed a simple, painless, inexpensive method. It worked and brought me happiness. I have helped thousands seeking a more pleasing appearance free of that ugly, noticeable, unwanted hair. My free book, How to Overcome the Superfluous Hair Problem, (laughs) explains the method and proves actual success. Mailed in plain envelope. Oh my god. Oh my god. Because, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't want the neighbors to see that you're getting the book. How, how to overcome the superfluous hair problem. This superfluous hair problem is a band name. Also, trial offer. No obligation. And then there's, like, mailing information. Whoa. I <laughs> am obsessed with the fact that all of these ads contain the word superfluous. Make it's a, it's a superfluous word. word again, guys. Oh. <laughs> okay, but really, superfluous is a very good word. It is. Um, but yeah, it's just like that entire ad is about how, you know, you'll be unloved if you have hair it's anywhere. true, though. Superfluous hair is directly in correlation with being unloved. I mean... It's a one-to-one. Yep. Sorry. So here, here's a really interesting thing that I hadn't ever thought about before. 1940s. Yes. There was a wartime nylon shortage. I was going to say the same thing next. Yeah. So because of World War II, there was a shortage of nylon. And because there was a shortage of nylon, women couldn't get pantyhose. Oh, no. People are going to see my bare legs. I guess I better get rid of every hair that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I also had that. I I had never thought about that, too. My mind was pretty blown by that mm-hmm. factoid that that's when, because um, underarm shaving obviously was already a thing. But yeah, leg shaving from not having hose. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's a 1940s ad from Nair, our favorite uh, company. Who wears short shorts. <laughs> Amazing new cosmetic discovery removes hair. In a few brief minutes, the hairiest legs or arms become as soft and smooth and inviting as the skin of a baby. Oh, Ew. no. Nair, no. Oh. Okay. Not a hair, not a fuzz in sight, wherever this safe new cosmetic is applied. No razors, no waxes, or smelly creams. Nair, you are a smelly cream. Super smelly. What are you doing? One can only imagine it was smellier back then. It had to be. You merely spread on Nair, and away goes the hair. It is simply marvelous. Nair looks like your own face cream, and it smells just as nice. Lies. Yet in a few minutes, your skin is excitingly smooth. Excitingly is capitalized, obviously. Your legs beneath those new stockings take on a completely new glamour and allure. Nair is so sensationally different because it is made under U.S. patent. And then it gives the patent number for some reason. (laughs) 
free, we would like to prove to you that Nair is the best thing you have ever used to remove unwanted hair. For free trial tube, write blah, 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 address, New York, New York. Yikes. I feel like that copy invites you to mix up your facial cream and Nair. Yeah. Which could be uh, a problem. It also favorably compares the skin on women's legs to needing to be like the skin of a baby. The inviting skin of a baby. The inviting skin of a baby. (laughs) Nair, no. Bad. (laughs) That's so terrible. Oh, where's Don Draper when you need him? Yikes. So I am so excited that we had the same note about World War II. Um, Yeah, I thought it was super interesting. Another thing to consider, and I feel like this gets to the larger point too of embarrassing and lovable hair, is the history of body hair removal and shame. And even that body hair, forcible body hair removal has been used as a punishment in different cases. I read that, again, in another post-World War II thing, that uh, Nazi colluders and women who had slept with Nazis in uh, formerly occupied France and Belgium were forced to uh, have all their hair cut off as a mark of their shame, which uh, I'm upset with them for being Nazi colluders, but that's incredibly fucked up to like symbolically rob them of their femininity as a form of punishment. Correct. So yeah, so this is a thing too, is that long hair is very associated with femininity and womanhood. So my hair is like one to three inches long, depending on where it is. But hair is a really big piece of someone's identity. And forcibly removing someone's hair is very violent. Like, that is violence. It just is. And something that I debated on whether I was going to bring up on our alleged comedy podcast, Mm -hmm. um, but since we're bringing up hair removal as punishment, um, yeah, historically it has been a punishment. Um, So again, saying that femininity is related to, or long hair is related to femininity, we saw that hippies in the 70s would have their hair cut, forcibly cut. But even today, people are still doing that. There's this trend of parents shaving their children's heads on video and posting it online to, like, shame them. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, and in the most unfortunate possible outcome, there was a 13-year-old girl who died by suicide because her dad had posted a video of him shaving her hair as a punishment, and she was so embarrassed. Yes, like, I, we both have, like, shared stories about being that age and just having this deep, traumatic feeling whenever anybody is commenting on your femininity because it's such a scary time of change and you're so unsure and it's so easy to go overboard with shame and people don't even realize it's happening but they just really need to be cognizant of pubescent girls relationships with their bodies and being gentle with those interactions yeah and I have short hair now but I had really really long curly hair when I was a pubescent teen and I can't imagine if I got a one zit on my face I was horrified if someone had that drastically and that I mean semi-permanently because it's eventually going to go back but somewhat permanently 
altering your appearance is really upsetting. I also, listeners, had cancer a while back. I don't anymore, so don't worry about that. But I did lose my hair because of chemo. And I just remember being in the shower and, like, washing my hair and seeing my hair come out in my hand and bawling in the shower. I can't imagine if I had experienced that when I was 12, 13 years old, when your appearance is so much more tied in with your identity than it is when you're 23 years old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also, in the punishment category, read that in the witch trials, that Mm -hmm. women would be forcibly shorn as well as their bodies shaved to look for witches' marks, which is like moles and birthmarks, which obviously all women have. and all people and that that just obviously the times of the witch trials were such an intense period of shaming and trying to control women and femininity and women who didn't fit into a certain mold and I just thought that really spoke to that kind of societal freak out over how to control women. Yeah I have a very large mole on my head if I had been accused of being a witch and shaved they definitely would have burned me at the stake we would have both been burned at the stake though for sure 100 i wanted to go over some of the disadvantages of hair removal there's the obvious just like skin irritation um getting razor burn that kind of thing it's also just very expensive yes Like I mentioned before, when my mother was paying for me to get my eyebrows waxed, sure, but that shit is expensive and I am not paying for it anymore. No. But even just razors and, eh, and you know, of course, women's razors cost infinitely more than men's razors. A lot more. Yeah, but you also don't need to use women's razors. No. So that's a thing. Also, waxing is so expensive. I got my legs waxed for my wedding, and I feel like it costs like $75 a leg or something. It's like nuts. They charged you per leg? Yes. That's bizarre. Right? And it took a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend it. It was a mess. Okay, now I'm going to put on my Kylie the Educator hat for a second to talk to you about body hair removal and sexual health. Guys, pubic hair is there for a reason, okay? Pubic hair is there to protect you against STIs, for one, catches some of that nonsense before it goes up inside you, and it also prevents irritation during intercourse. If it's just two, like, bald, raw skin rubbing up against each other, that's gonna be hella irritating. Like, that's why we have pubic hair is, like, kind of, like, as a cushion. Yeah. For your nonsense. Also, dudes be having beards these days. Yeah. So, that's also a thing. Guys, what Elizabeth is alluding to (laughs) is cunnilingus. That's correct. Ow, I can't even... No. Oh yeah, like you know when you I kiss. I don't even want to think a, about it. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's scratchy. And it just scratches your Ooh. face all up. Oh no. Yeah. Be the, careful out there. Uh, the other thing too, I feel like I'm being so obvious about what my personal grooming situation is by talking <laughs> about this. I feel like it's weird for dudes to want my lady business to look like a child. It is weird. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, dude. Dudes that feel that way but maybe like examine what's really wrong with the way a woman really looks like maybe give it a chance and get over wanting it to look like that of a 10 year old and it's not it's not good 
I believe it is time for Sorting Hat. Yay, I love Sorting Hat. Today, we are going to be sorting methods of hair removal because mm-hmm. there are no people to sort. I went with shaving as Gryffindor because it involves blades. Ooh. So it's kind of brave, maybe. I had shaving as a Hufflepuff because it's straightforward and dependable. That's true. I think I went with <laughs> Gryffindor because there's like risk involved. There is, that. that is very true. Maybe we're all very brave to just be scraping metal, sharp metal against our the length of our legs. Uh, Up to the knee in my case and no more. Of course. Have you ever done that thing where you like try to clean your blades with your thumb by swiping it down with water and then you slice open your thumb in like three different spots and you just like fillet your thumb? Yes. Yes. Don't do that, guys. Do not touch razor blades with your hands. Or I mean, or do just, you know, it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Um, Nair. Nair is Slytherin. Nair is Slytherin. Full of lies and ambition. Mm-hmm. It wants to be the one, but it's not the one. And it's just like, like the fact that they lie to your face about it smelling horrible and burning is the most Slytherin shit ever. Ugh. Sorry. Uh, waxing. 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 I said waxing was a Gryffindor for similar reasons that you said shaving did, I think, because it's like <laughs> so painful. And so it's, you have to be brave to undertake it. I feel like I think of waxing more as Ravenclaw, maybe because it seems like more erudite. Like that's Mm. what people who would wax their legs, especially. Like that seems like such a, I'm articulating my thoughts on this really well though. Well, you said erudite. So I feel like people are like, that's a valid opinion because that's a 50 cent word. I said the laser hair removal was Ravenclaw because, you know, lasers are science. And science is for smart people. Science! (laughs) Is that, is that the the main, I feel like uh, historical ones like sandpaper. Cat pee. (laughs) What house is cat pee as far as laser hair removal? Squib. (laughs) Do not put cat pee on your face. If we can give you one piece of advice. If you take away one thing from this podcast today, it is... Do not put cat pee on your face. It is not worth it. Don't do it. There is no level of sexy that is worth putting cat pee on your face. (laughs) It's true. It's like how some weirdos say, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Nothing looks as good as not having cat pee (laughs) on your face feels. (laughs) That's a t-shirt. Nice. For your nothing looks as good as not having cat pee on your face feels t-shirt, visit our store at wedonothaveastore.com. I wonder if that's a real website. Dot org. Dot edu. (laughs) Yes. Dot uk. Moving on from sorting methods of hair removal into Hogwarts houses to the somewhat less absurd Women of the Week segment. I would like to celebrate this week the Kentucky State Rep... Mary Lou Marzian, who introduced a bill to make it illegal for anyone to get Viagra but married men who had permission from their wives. Excellent. Because that is family values. Stop whoring around men. And I love it. Can you say her name one more time? Mary Lou Marzian. That is the most adorable Kentucky name. Yes. And she's a rep from Louisville. 
Of course she is. And she is tops in my book. We celebrate you, Mary Lou. Thank you for putting penises in their place. Which is far, far away from us. (laughs) Yes, please. Today, my woman of the week is me. Am I kidding? I am not kidding. Yes, Khaleesi. So this is more of a symbolic move, but also I am really great. <laughs> I I want to give women permission to celebrate themselves. Like I got a promotion, which is really cool because I've been working at my job for less than a year. And this is like the second promotion I've gotten. And I'm really excited about it. And whenever I introduce some ideas for my new job, everyone around me was like, yes, that is a great idea. That's going to help us all out a lot. And it just felt really good. And I'm just feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. And ladies, I invite you to feel yourselves as well. Did not mean that sexually, but also sexually. Yes. Feel yourselves inside and outside. (laughs) Um, Congratulations on your promotion. Get your feel yourselves inside (laughs) and outside t-shirt at we do not have a store dot com dot org dot edu dot co dot uk commerce but i yes i love that you got a promotion i love that you are girls planning the shit out of your meetings and i love that you are feeling yourself great job all around you are a good woman to be woman of the week i do want to clarify that i'm going to continue shaving my legs and underarms yeah so am i but i'm also going to continue not shaving other things yeah and i'm going to continue thinking about the patriarchy. I'm going to continue not shaving my legs unless it's for a very specific reason, like yeah. a wedding. Yes, good. I I do celebrate all women and men and other gendered people's choices of what to do with their own bodies, and I think it's important that if we feel comfortable for whatever the reason may be shaving, that that is okay because it's our body. And And, it's our legs. And don't make other people feel bad about their choices, even if you disagree with them. Because guess what? It's not your body. It's their body. Yeah. So mind your own body. Cool. (laughs) This has been Girl Explaining. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you next week. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at girlsplaining with no vowels. G-R-L-S-P-L-N-N-G. You can also reach us by email at girlsplainingwithnovowels at gmail.com. Vowels are letters that are A-E-I-O-N-U, so don't use those, but use all of the other letters. And if you want to find us on the World Wide Web, our website is girlsplainingshow.com with all the appropriate vowels. And our music is Girl by the Leonas. Thank you to the Leonas. You can find their website at leonasmusic.com. And Girl is from their album, Forbidden Fruit. That has all of the vowels, too. What do you think about having a hairy body? No. No? You don't <laughs> want to? <laughs> when you get big, when you grow up and you're a grown-up, you'll have more hair on you. Yay. Do you think you'll ever do anything to take the hair off of you? I would just shave it off. like this. What do you think if... Women, like, mama have a beard. No. Why not? Because moms don't have beards. What if they want to? They can.